Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Parker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 18 minutes past seven on SENSA Breakfast. We are currently in the middle of our trade update. Kona Cranes and DMAG shaping next generation material handling. Justin Reed and Jason Cripps we will speak to very soon, Mark Bickley. You've spoken about the Crows. Now it's time to talk about Port Adelaide. On the text line, 0427-154-166, couple of texts. Louis says, with Port trading away nearly all their draft picks for the next two seasons, should Afterpay consider sponsoring the club? <laughs> <laughs> Which is very good. Lindsay says, um, I think that Adelaide will go backwards next year. I think they don't have a final squad. I think Port's list is about to to uh, ready to challenge for a flag and they'll win both showdowns comfortably. They cover their needs beautifully in the trade period. And in contrast, Daniel says, Walsh, why do Port supporters think they've won the flag after the trade period? They've picked up three VFL players and one bloke from the Bombers who won the reserve Coleman medal in 2023. Reverse Coleman medal. Reverse Coleman medal, sorry. Which means you've had the most goals kicked on you. Well, this says reserve, so I can only uh, read out what (laughs) is in front of me, all right? So you're having a crack at Daniel, not me. No, no, no. You should have picked that up. You should know how to read out the text messages. (laughs) So let's talk about Port Adelaide. They farewell Xavier Dersma and welcome in four players. Yes, indeed. Um, The big one for me is Asava Radigalia. He's the the player they've been missing. And and look, they're going to play him as a key defender. Now, this isn't without risk. Um, You know, like he's he's going to sign a long-term deal with Port Adelaide. He's predominantly, like, he's been on... Um, Were they have agreed to terms as well prior to that, so he knows what contract he's signing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's the case. Um, and predominantly at Geelong, though. So he's been at Geelong, I think, six years. He has been a forward slash ruckman, mm. and and it was late last year when he couldn't get into the the team that eventually went on to win the flag. He was an emergency in that that game. He started playing in defence at VFL level and just was carving up in terms of. Um, intercept marks and, and rebounds and all the, all those things. So that sort of alerted everyone who was looking for a big key defender. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe this is the answer. We'll grab him. He's not good enough to make um, Geelong's team. Fast forward 12 months. Geelong thought the same thing. They had some injuries in defence. So he played in defence for you know nine-tenths of this year and, and was solid in some games, but at different stage, got dropped in the middle of the year. So he by no means... Did he sort of take to it like a duck to water? It's not sort of a fait accompli. He's going to do the same as Aaliyah has done and come over and just mm. dominate. So this isn't without risk, but I think most people think that if he spends um, another preseason, you know, under the tutelage of the defensive coach down at Port, he works with Aaliyah, you know, and gets and just f- purely sort of focuses on some of that defensive craft, he will, he will become a good player. So... I don't have any doubt about that. He plays on the, the big forwards. He's, um, he's a good size. Frees up a lead to be a bit more attacking. He doesn't have to play on the, the best forward for the opposition. And also what it does is it just provides them with a bit more size. They were undersized in defence all of last year. And you've got, you know, like I say, Aaliyah having to play on the best forward who's often the tallest. You've often got Trent McKenzie having to play well above his, his height as well. So so it just brings some some real depth. I think what it will allow Port Adelaide to do is free up Miles Bergman as well. So Bergman now spits out and can go up and play on the wing, yep. which is going to be vacated by Xavier Dersma. Um, and then you've got, you know, Brandon Zerk Thatcher comes in and, and 
This is the one where it's a little bit more problematic for me. I, I think he's... I think there's three players and there's two spots. Uh, you know, and it's probably... It's Zerk Thatcher. It's uh, Burton, who has didn't have a great year last year. And it's Trent McKenzie and, and maybe Dylan Williams. So maybe there's three spots for those four players. So... Not sure Brandon Zirk Thatcher just walks straight in and, and he's you know going to command that spot. I think he's going to have to earn that over the preseason. But what it does mean is that at the end of the minor round, like last year, when you have McKenzie on one leg and you have Tom Jonas unavailable and you have other players out, you've just got a greater depth to be able to draw upon and you're not left in the lurch like they were in the final series last year. So they're left with uh, pick number 73. Um, we were talking about some uh, draft picks that were close to number 100 just to see if they had some success stories. We spoke about um, Justin Westoff. We spoke about Robbie Gray. This one came in. It said, uh, triggering for Port fans at pick number 119. Dean Kemp, 243 games. Norm Smith, two times premiership play. James Hurd, pick number 79. Um, and we've had a few couple of texts coming in, including one from Travis, who said, could you ask Jason Cripps what their plans are to get back to the draft over the next two to three years? Amazing trade period. Port Adelaide proving a destination club of the AFL. But they, they need to get it right. Mm. Uh, and it's now, more than ever that the fans will see the players coming in and want them to have impact so they can go a couple games further than they did this year. Mm. And we didn't mention the, the ruck setup. So Jordan Sweet, who dominated in the VFL uh, this season for the Western Bulldogs, behind Tim English. So he'll get an opportunity. You've got Ivan Soldo, who is behind um, the big nank um, at the Richmond Footy Club. Yep. So so the, the two sort of second... Tier Ruckman will be both be vying for that sort of round one position. Um, but I, I think when Port Adelaide were at their best last year, Scott Lysette was up and going and he was playing really well. And I used the Western Bulldogs game. He dominated against Tim English and really just jumped into him and physically intimidated him. So when he was going well, Lysette, like Port were doing really well. And so that, that's maybe what they're looking for. Lysette's durability just faltered. Uh, throughout the year, the longer the year went, started with uh, a bad back as well. So I don't, I'm not sure that, that Soldo and Sweet are going to be better than Lysette, but what they will do is they'll be more durable. Give them a grading, please, Port Adelaide. I think they're a B plus. Thank you, Mark Bickley. And we'd love your thoughts, Power Fans. 0427 154 166. It's 25 past 7.